0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Norgan and Popped Off's Warcraft Lore Podcast. I'm your host James Graham, and I'm joined with Mazriel and Warren. Are you guys excited to talk, uh, jump into this week's topic?
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much we can talk about a race that has almost no actual, like, real fleshed out history. I'm excited for that.
2: What's up? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, me too. Um, like, the Tauren is really one of the people that I know like the least about. So I'm really, really curious to see exactly how far we can exactly stretch like the very, very little that Blizzard has actually given us to work with. So let's see.
0: Yeah, so like Warren alluded to, we are going to be getting into the Torin, uh, discussing the race overall as a whole. Um, I'm going to be getting a bit into that uh, very shortly, discussing almost like basically our new format of the show. Um, but that being said, for the uninitiated, for the uneducated here at Norgannon, we... Talk about a uh, topic, faction, event, or person in the Warcraft universe. Give you a rundown of it, and then basically have an, an- uh, like you know an overall an- uh, analysis and discussion about our topic. But that being said, like I alluded to already, um, our new format we're going to be basically structuring our episodes into a bit more concrete segments we had a rough idea going into this and since we now have actually gotten a couple episodes under a belt we found what works for us and what doesn't we want to introduce you to our new format of how we are laying up the shows so as you already know we've dabbled with both uh, factions characters um, events and stuff like that but we're actually going to like categorize it so for this week's episode we are it's going to be a part of the anthropology series which where we discuss races um, that's basically broken down into major players of the f- of the race. Um, their influence and position in the lore, whether they're still kicking or they're extinct, um, noteworthy events they've been involved in. And then their overall aesthetic, that's like more of a personal preference for each one of us. A little uh, you know, personal creative flair. Um, what their religious influences are within the universe, um, like with so with the torn, we're gonna have a lot of cool talking points with that. And then their social structure. Next, going into locations, uh, it's going to be called cartography. So, for cartography, we're going to be talking about the uh, in-game storytelling and execution of the specific zone. Um, we're going to talk about the population and kind of who makes up that one geographic uh, area. The general t- terrain, if we even like the terrain and stuff like that. Uh, again, a bit more of a personal preference brand on that if we even enjoyed doing the zone in-game. Um, and then notable locations, of course, that can be kind of closely tied to, uh, tied to events as well. But, speaking of events, the next one is going to be Time Walking, which is the the event section of our podcast. Um, This is going to be, we're going to kind of recap the actual event. We're going to talk about who the major characters within said event are. The outcomes and long-lasting ramifications because of said uh, happening. And then uh, the (laughs) headcanon aspect of it. So, again, nice little personal brand. So, other possible outcomes we thought might have happened... Um, And the critiquing of Blizzard's writing, because I know we kind of love getting right into that. Uh, Next, so for this one, you've already experienced some of that with our Arthas uh, episodes. It's going to be Legends. So Legends, you've already kind of heard our format. It's going to be the believability of the character, their overall aesthetic appealing to us, their execution from point A to point B, from how they got from where they started to the end result of their character... Their interactions with other lore characters. Um, so, for example, Arthas with Uther, with Jaina, all that good stuff. And then the end result. And, you know, if we're happy with that end result, right? And finally, and this is going to be a really interesting one for when we actually do get to it. Um, you expect to kind of see this more closer tied to patch notes. Um, is our speculation episodes. They're going to be called Clairvoyance so, it's, we're basically going to kind of recap the Blizzard news that was released, um, more or less going over patch notes, but not, you know, brick by brick with numbers and stuff like that. Our headcanon lore-wise and why we think they're doing such a maneuver, and then alternative directions as well. Things they could have done different, could have done better, think, personal preferences we would have liked. So that's just it. Just a recap: we have anthropology, cartography, time walking, legends, and clairvoyance. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this structure a little bit more. It makes it a little more uh, structured for everybody. Um, in this way, as well, you you'll be able to kind of chronologically figure out which episode you're going to get next. Um, so, with that being said, we do we are going to be starting on anthropology. That's why we're with Torn. We're then going to be going to legends cartography, and time-walking. Uh, Clairvoyants are a special episode. They'll be kind of chucked in there wherever. Um, But with that, yeah, kind of a lot of talking. Uh, Maze, can you tell the friends where to find us? Um,
1: I would say you guys can find us wherever you happen to already be listening. Uh, otherwise, you can always find our social medias at, on Twitter, popped underscore off, or on our website, poppedoff.com. Uh, and when you do find us, please make sure to leave us a five-star review and uh, let us know what you think of the show and any other suggestions or tidbits that might help us improve.
0: Perfect. So yeah, um, we're going to get right into the Torrent. So unfortunately I'm going to follow a lot of me talking up with a lot more of me talking, but it's not too much because there's not much on the Torrent. We're
2: sorry in advance. <laughs> Deep breath before you start James.
0: <laughs> I, it's, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, this is, it's, it's surprising that such an old race in game has such a little history. So with that though, the origin of the Torn is actually told through myths. We actually have no real concrete evidence on them being linked to a lore um, event. Basically, loon created both uh, the the sun and the moon. So Anche and oh no, sorry, I am getting way ahead of myself. So the yeah, you no, know, no, no, sorry. The so the Earth Mother created basically both Anche and Musha, uh, which is basically by closing her left and right eye. Um, And then the shadow of her hands caused the Torn to be created from the ground. So we are getting some degree of giant uh, soil kind of association... similar to like Earthen and stuff like that. Um, There's really not too much after that. Um, There is some influence with Cenarius basically coming and teaching them. uh, A bit of uh, Druidism. Other than that though, he (laughs) eventually ends up dipping... You don't really get much about the torn until the uh altered timeline of the war of the ancients the end uh where Broxagar, crosses and Ronin kind of have a have a planet where they actually are able to rally in uh Holen High Mountain and the, the the torn of that time that is we're basically into like proto torn at that point I we don't know for sure if this is before the Yagol the Tonka uh, High Mountain and the other torn are really like kind of um, dealt with yet, we don't know if there's any different tribes and stuff like that, we are kind of like precursors to those um, but yeah otherwise in the original timeline they have nothing to do with that, so then we get the Sundering, this kind of blows all our Torn tribes apart, and then we are introduced to our traditional Kalimdor tauren, um, who are basically kind of a, uh, a nomadic tribal race who have more or less allied to some, themselves to deal with the Centaur uh, or the centaur. The centaur are basically almost on the brink of. Uh, wiping them from extinction. Thral and the orcs of course come in. Save the boys. Um, I do want to kind of preface it with this though. That the centaur are actually offspring. Of both uh, Princess Theradras. And Zatar. Now Zatar being. Um, the grandson of Malorn and Elune, um And you know. A son of Cenarius. Um, so basically their offspring. previously Created the most mortal enemy of the tauren. Um, Which is kind of weird. It's kind of a weird, like, full circle sort of thing. Um, Karen, of course, allies with the rest of the Orcs, and then we get the Orcs, Trolls, and Torn to make up the original Horde. Um, That is a very brief rundown, because that's really all we have. We do have some minor Old God interactions and stuff like that. Some interactions with, um, you know, Malorn and other Wild Gods and stuff like that. But it's very, it's like, it's more or less... Events are happening, and the Torn are just kind of there. It's not so much really their history; it's it's other history that they're associated in. So, guys, we're gonna get jump into the uh, the big topics, uh, discussing the Torn with the little information we have. So, we're gonna discuss the the major players of the the faction. So, we of course we can briefly touch on Hoan. I mean, he's technically a High Mountain Torn, but he is like kind of like the granddaddy of all Torn. Um, we're going to talk about Cairn, Bane, uh, the Grimtotem tribe because they do play a major, major influence. Um, we're going to discuss the Torn's place in the current lore and how, in my opinion, how little influence they actually have. Uh, they're noteworthy events for themselves specifically. Uh, this is going to be a lot of this focused around the showdown of Garish and and, uh, Garrosh and Cairn and 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 what really made the Torn almost take like a back seat in the Horde. Torn's overall aesthetic, their religious influences, which is going to be super sick because we have the light, we have shamanism, we have druidism, and then their eventual social structure. So basically how Torn society is laid out. So that is enough talking for me for right now. Let's jump right into the major players. And Mays and Warren, uh, let's start with Maze leading. Give me your overall impressions of Cairn and what you thought of the previous Torn leader. So we got Cairn...
1: Late in his life. Um, he was already an old grizzled veteran. of When uh, he just happened to cross paths with Thrall. Uh, I think leadership wise. He's exactly what Thrall needed at the time. When he was already surrounded by like. These younger bloodthirstier orcs. That were still kind of dealing with the, uh, the runoff of the, uh, of the fell blood. Uh, if if not for Cairn. I don't think we would have Orgrimmar for sure. Uh, we definitely wouldn't have had, like, Thrall really being able to learn how to put his foot down, like... Because Thrall made some pretty ballsy decisions when it came to gathering the races. Like, if you're a troll, way back when, they used to talk about how, like, Thrall, and then later, uh, through... Uh, was it Vol'jin? The, the... I forget if there was a chief before Vol'jin. Uh, troll. no, we
0: would, it would have been, uh... It Sen'jin. Been Senjin, I think, yes. at that point.
1: Uh, yeah. So it was Thrall and Senjin that both agreed to like abolish cannibalism, which for trolls had been around for like when you say their history, like, we're going all the way back to the proto-Azeroth. So I, I don't think that kind of stuff would have happened without Cairn. I don't think without his level-headedness, it would have been hard for the Horde to be what it is now. Yeah, I mean, I, generally, I, I loved him playing with him as Warcraft Three was always awesome because they are the the big tanks that just came in and beat things away with. With totems, I, I I really enjoyed him as a character. Uh, what about you, Warren?
2: Well, um, obviously, I jumped in way after like Warcraft three, but um, like the little bit I know about Ken is that he was a really really good leader, and um, I just really liked what he stood for. You know, he was like a warrior, so obviously he was strong, but he was also way more like chill than any of like the Horde leadership that like was around during that time like at least the tauren were a bit more in line with i think some more peaceful um notions like to me the tauren never really fit with the horde as well as um goblins or something for instance but yeah like i really like him but bane is pretty much the one that i know the most of (laughs) Because Obviously, that's been like my experience what I've had with him from now, and um, yeah, well, Bane I love, but yeah, so Karen had to be a good guy at least to have a good successor, <laughs> too. So
0: <laughs> he had a good, yeah, he's a, he's got a good son, so he has to be a, yeah, been a you good see, guy. It's all right? about
2: the legacy he left, clearly, he did something right, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's a good point, too, because uh, Maze, how you kind of said it was that you know, when Thrall was or founding the original horde he was still like a younger warrior right and you basically had these two older leaders right you had senjin and you had cairn who were almost like they're like his almost like mentors you know what i mean from both his allied races which i think is such a cool concept that i i don't think i've ever really thought about until now and cairn really did provide this like wise you know yeah, yeah. he, like, he was. He, well, he was like not only that, but like I mean, Torns are pa- uh, like you know more or less patient by nature as well, right? So they make like excellent, excellent tutors. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think
1: understanding that, and like that's why I wanted to harp on that so much. Is it? It makes what happened leading into uh, Mist and Wad so heartbreaking. Because obviously, as, as we're talking, Karen, we have to talk about why Bane is the uh, the current uh, chief of the Turin, and that's because like. Karen talked to Thrall, and he tried and tried and tried to be like Thrall. You cannot leave the Horde. Like, you you cannot go become the Shaman. elsewhere, like we, we need you here because Garrosh just isn't it, man. Like he's he's not good for us. We we need you here doing what you do best. And uh, obviously, that didn't happen. Thrall left. Garrosh took charge, and it, it came down to a time where Karen was like, I, I can't just mentor you this kid anymore like he's too hot-blooded he's too dangerous to let to let to keep being the leader so they they do the makara and of course i'm we're gonna get into the grim totems and what happened there but uh that that whole like like you you know he's this older like veteran like he's lived his life of just pure honor and it just it's heart-wrenching to know how it ended and you're just like Come on, my boy deserved better than that. And it's it, it was one of the few moments where, like, man, he deserved better than that. But it didn't feel like Blizzard doing that on purpose. Like, it felt so good in the moment. Like you were angry, and you're like, "I'm going to screw with this orc. I can't wait." And yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it, 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 it fit
1: really well. It was it was just good story writing right there. I, I liked it a lot. It
0: well, I think uh, yeah, I think Karen's death is one of the definitely the more tragic events that's happened in the Warcraft universe that it it really is like the lead up in the story around it and like all the all the factors that play into it is such like a it is some excellent writing, I think. I think it's a really good job of like creating a real tragedy within the horde. Um where you already have this kind of like loose group of races just kinda working more or less together just to get by. Um I think the the relationship between Karen and Thrall was just really different. It was it was it was very unique, right? So I think for to create an event like that and have that happen, and then you know the ramifications because of this were absolutely insane. Like it was the entire Miss Pandaria expansion. We had a crazy, crazy bloodthirsty leader, and there like debatably was better candidates in my opinion. Oh wow, Deja I mean, vu. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh, and that's a that's a that's a whole other thing, right? Uh, um, but. Yeah, like, I, but I think the next thing we do have to talk about is the current leader, which is Bane, right? Like, Bane is, for the most part, his dad, just a, a younger version. Like, uh, he's more like I don't want to say Bane's a carbon copy of Karen, because I think that's, that's cheap to say, because he is very much his own person. But he doesn't have the... Like, you see inklings of his dad come out every so often, but, like, Bane's young. Like, I mean, Bane is not... Like, he's, I think, I like, it, to kind of give a comparison, I'd say Bane is where Thrall was when Thrall met Cairn. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where Bane's at right now. And a lot of people harp on Bane because he never really, he never really, you know, stood up or, like, Stands uh, on his own. You know, tried to... Yeah, well, I mean, like, more or less, he was just down with whatever, like, decision occurred with the within the Horde, and he was just okay kind of with everything. But I think... A lot of people forget that this is a this is a younger leader, and he just he basically took up the mantle because his old man died more than anything, right? Um, so I think you got to cut him a bit of slack in that way. You know what I mean? I do think the whole... go ahead. His old man dies, and
1: then Garrosh gets captured, and then they're immediately like, "So uh, Garrosh killed your dad. We're gonna have you defend him in the trial." Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love <laughs> or, Like that was like so like. I remember Bane, we were first introduced to Bane back in Warcraft 3. He was, uh, that's how Thrall and Cairn became friends. Thrall helped save Bane. But then uh, we don't really get a whole lot of him. I don't remember a whole lot of him leading up to until like Mop. It's kind of like Anduin. We get bits and pieces until boom, you're now a main character in Mop. Um,
0: yeah, he's a he's uh, he's a he's a quest giver in in Bloodhoof Village and that's really about it. He's like the... The, the the leader more or less of that tiny ass village as you're there from like levels what? Five to maybe twelve, maybe? And you're gone. That's the last time you see Bane.
1: <laughs> but it's he plays such a pivotal pivotal role and he's so important to like the world story without ever really like it being shown shown. Because so in Mist he's talking to Jaina going, I I I don't know what to do about Garrosh. We need help. <laughs> and then, yeah. pop. There there comes Anduin with, like, the worst Deus Ex Machina, <laughs> even from <laughs> World of Warcraft standards. Oh yeah, I had a Hearthstone in my pocket. <laughs> um, And boom, they're friends. And that's what led all the way up to now. We're seeing it still kind of happen now, and I think that's why a lot of players have been frustrated with Bane, with Sylvanas, because it's the second time in a row where he was so frozen by inaction until the absolute end. Like, it, it took... Like, it... And it, that might be less the story, more the fact that it's an MMO. So for us, it felt like two years for Bane to finally, like, snap and say enough is enough. Um Because they always built up that he would be the one to do so. He has the closest ties to the Alliance. He considers himself a friend of Anduin and Aunt Jaina. And he was the one who was like, yeah, it was Bane that was there for the for the mana bomb and everything. So, um, and I know I told you in our in our pre work with this, I was going to call you out, but like we definitely picked because we talked about it. Like we we need a horde race. We haven't talked about horde in a while. So you picked the most alliance horde. I, the, the most, race al- you yeah. could.
0: I mean, aesthetically, aesthetically, the Torn are like I'd say the closest the really horde. horde. Up. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, they're, like, I mean, the Torn Troll and orc like always be, like, elves, the, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, they don't feel like a supplementary race, you know what I mean, like, I mean, the Volpera and the Goblins are more racist to the Horde than I think, like, the Blood Elves and the Undead are, you know what I mean? So I did, yeah, I did want to go with Torn. I, I like, I've always had a soft spot for Torn, despite the fact that I don't play them. So I, I, I really did want to start talking about them. And The other, the last major players within the Torn faction that I do want to talk about is the Grim Totems, because they're basically. I understand that there is a there's a bunch of other tribes within the the, the you know the Calumdor Torn that make up the 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 Torn populace as a whole, but the Grim Totems have just been such a, in a weird spot between not being down with them and then just like kind of helping them and not helping them. You know what I mean? Like they're all over the place.
1: Well, like in the weirdest thing. So for me, the biggest thing I know about the grim totems is that they are the soul, the one and only reason we have the uh, Turin rogues meme. Because yeah. people are like, oh, how can they be rogues? They have who's. And then the people kind of point to the grim totem who are always stealthed around <laughs> use poisons yeah, um, it, it is weird, because I know a lot of people were, like, they were kind of expecting the Grim Totem to kind of become a, like, the Horde version of the Dark Irons, and it, but then, like, whereas, uh, oh, I suddenly forgot her name, the Matron uh, of Mag-
0: Magatha? No, I'm no, 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 Mag- no,
1: that's Mag- for the Grim Totem, the, uh, the Queen of the Dark Irons.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it fell. it's like Thel something. You know it... the saddest thing?
2: I, no, it's I Moira, finished... Moira, Yeah, it is oh that's the name thank the lord i was like i just finished like the um the recruitment mission for them and i already forgot her name like that's how <laughs> like, just completely like she came in she
1: people were like playable dark irons how's that gonna work out it just kind of turned out that like Moira was like yeah i'm a little more gruff but essentially i'm an forged dwarf I was like, <laughs> no, much, yeah. like, I'm no iron political forge, difference I'm anymore
2: fire. it's cool like yeah we do this now
1: like, a lot of people expected that to happen with Grim Totem, but obviously that just hasn't ever happened. So it, it, it's really odd the, where they sit with everything. Because they're also, like, I, I would say, besides the high mountain turn, there's only really, like, the three clans. Because everything else or tribes. That we see,
2: like, really represented, yeah, as, on, like, a big scale.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's just it, right? With um with the Calumdor Torn, I can't think of a better name to call them, so I'm just going to keep calling them that um like you do have like a variety of different um like uh of torn in that that make up that big group you know what i mean like you uh like we you know you have the rune totems and stuff like that and like they i like are debatably one of the biggest druid clan or druid tribes within the torn population right um uh, but the, the the grim totem are just such like a weird outlier to me right because of their position um with that being said, I kinda wanna I wanna transition into the Torrens place in the current lore where we kind of have talked about it a little bit, where, you know, we've tried to kind of plant where they belong and where they don't belong. Like we have like Bane being an ally to the Alliance. Um, more than really I'd say I'd say Thrall's like the only one that kinda is like on par with them. But yeah, like I mean, what kind of like do we think they're gonna have major influences in in Shadowlands and stuff like that? yeah, like I mean, the I you'd assume the Night Fae, right? Like since after
2: the the like um, you know the war for Azeroth that we just had, um having the Torin essentially like take charge since they are like the more nature people and like th- like they strive more for balance and peace than any of the other races in the horde. I think having them in like a position from, in a position of power and really having like someone. Like, uh, to be honest, like, okay, it's going to sound stupid. I just really want more screen time for Bay. And, like, I feel like after what they did with his father, like, they really did set him up to essentially be, like, his successor. But then they didn't know how to not write him exactly the same way. So they just didn't go through with it. So it feels very half-assed. And that's, like, why he's not, like, super in-your-face, like, major uh, lore player. And I really want him to be, like, I don't care if he has the same, um, mentality as his father, like people do take after other people. And honestly, it's something that the horde needs desperately right now, just for the law to kind of make sense. Um, so I really do hope they give way more attention to like the tauren in general and that we see some more stuff about how they try to integrate, um, like Stuff from the alliance as well, like into the horde, just to kind of get rid of the animosity, and then hopefully the whole uh faction split thing can be a little bit more, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, was plugged plugged to our previous episode yeah. discussing. <laughs> go, yeah, please go and, faction, uh, and listen uh, to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, maze. For
1: me, I Person, I don't think they're going to play any bigger of a role in Shadowlands than they have any other expansion. Um, I think we might get a little bit of Bane. I know currently the political setup for the Horde is there's no more War Chief. There's the Council with Mm -hmm. everybody up on the Council now. A lot of people like turn to Thrall, who is still like dealing with like I don't know. Thrall's in a weird place, and I kind of get it from a story perspective. So he like you you could say he made the wrong call leaving to be a shaman. He made the wrong call leaving Garrosh to lead. Uh then he didn't quite trust himself when he fought Garrosh at Cairn, one of his oldest friends, like like yeah, one of his oldest friends, period, was uh was killed mostly because of a decision Thrall made. Um Thrall was the one who like even before putting Garrosh in charge, Thrall was the one who failed to uh heed Cairn's wisdom and tell Garrosh of horrible horrible things his father did um Thrall only ever told him the good
0: which kind of set him
1: on that like path of being too proud so now we have a Thrall who's definitely far more neutered like tries as as best as he can not to be the voice and to just kind of keep people there um he's more of a yeah at this hey, like, point he's more like
0: a mediator more, more Not than even anything? he's more like a
1: zen garden where people just kind of look at him <laughs> calm down a second and then just yeah. <laughs> talk it out. Uh it's it's weird. Oh that's
2: such a good like just a mental picture. Yeah. Thanks for that.
1: But uh like in Shadowlands obviously we see we're going to be seeing more thrall. I don't remember if Bane is there. Um we're kind of limited with the number of characters. It's it, it's weird. We're told that there's only like so many people that are able to be in the Shadowlands, and then people like Talia just shows up. So I, who knows? Um As as far as Turin that I would like to see, I, I feel Tarin suffer in much the same way that the Pandaren do. That we mm-hmm. have so few characters that we get so very few archetypes of them. Like so when you think of like a Torin, you immediately think uh Bane and Cairn. Uh, you might occasionally shoot to that one like beautiful screen cap in the BFA cinematic with the Taran just charging through a battlefield, and you're like, "That looks awesome!" And that's maybe it. Like we don't really get like then, that course, bloodthirsty Taran, um, kind of like with Pandaren. We we got some of it in Mop. We did get a lot of it in Missed of Pandaria, but since then, you don't really get a good. You, you got like the two archetypes, and that's it, which yeah. is. Uh, Shame. I don't know, it, it feels like it kind of stunts him, especially for a race that's been around, like, look at the trolls, look at the night elves, even, uh, like, humans are supposed to be relatively young, we've got them super fleshed up, we know exactly where they come from. And you, yeah. You could argue that's part of, uh, Taran being a, uh, oral history tribe, I think that was illustrated exceptionally well with the Legion questline for Holm. I remember the, the mes- message boards blew up, people were like, Wait, no, Hull didn't kill a thousand demons. He didn't know of, like, the Titans. Like, how did he know the Titans? We didn't know the Titans. And uh, some of the best arguments was mostly, like, they're telling you this story. That's how it works. Like, they're embellishing greatly. Ebenhorn doesn't know. (laughs) Like, he just heard the story from Hull, and he was like, Daddy Taran, you are awesome. And that's what's been passed on.
0: I'm I'm taking this to the bank, yeah?
1: Uh, So I think it makes sense in the story. At the same time, I wouldn't mind our characters getting some flashback stuff, like what we got in Wrath for the Vrykul, realizing that the Vrykul and the humans are one and the same. That was super cool. Um, We've seen some different versions of the Turin, and we've gotten some, but rather than like, oh yeah, we come from here, and this is what we come from, we just get like, oh yeah, we're all Turin, we all moved to these different migration areas, and then just kind of evolved from
2: there. Yeah, like, I feel like they did want to say something more with the Tonka, and then they kind of just left it, which is sad. I really hope that they one day, like, revisit it and decide to make it, like, a really, really big, like, just overall of their entire history, just to give way more backstory than what we have right now. Because, honestly, it's just, it's such a shame to be wasting, like, a race that could be so incredibly cool.
1: It's a huge missed opportunity to not have a spear ritual leader that is a uh, secondary to Malfurion. Whether it's a shaman or a druid, like Turin have been yeah. there forever, and every turn we have is so young. We don't have that. I mean, even being the a only, younger race, the, the yeah. only
0: one we the only one we do have that is is you know like like on the I wouldn't say he's on. Malfurion's level but we do have hamul right like hamul is like a a big player in the druid community he just doesn't get that much spotlight yeah right? but like I mean, in comparison my God, to I that right?
2: guy around and like my class hole. <laughs> you know what i mean like needs to be yeah. bigger damn it well
0: and that's just it right like he you know he's there but that's like that's like it's, like it's like it you know what i mean he feels like almost like a like they bring him in when they're like okay well you know this event doesn't take one badass druid, it needs two, so we'll chuck Hamill in there, right? Yeah, he's, he's just he's like, like an he's
2: afterthought. Been- it's like, I want something specifically of him, or at least make someone stronger to be like the face, you know? Just we need yeah, more representation just- with actual characters that we actually care about.
0: Yeah, and he- the worst part is too, is like Hamill's been around since... He's been as long as almost as long as Karen. Like he was introduced in classic uh, in classic Warcraft, right? Like I mean, that's that was his first introduction, and they just like I mean, Did it nothing. feels like the entire tor- <laughs> yeah, like it's the entire torn race, you know what I mean? But outside of outside of Karen and Bane, that was like it, man. Like I mean, yes, and like I don't I don't want to I don't want to shit on Blizzard writing too much because you do get very torn focused storylines with Stone Talon and. Um, dabs and needles when it's before it's flooded and uh, for Alice and stuff like that. Like you do get some torn centric storylines, but they're not, they're like, I mean, again, they're, they're part of the cataclysm uh, storytelling. So like, I mean like it was all event based more than like history personal. Yeah. based. yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So stuff it's, happened it's,
2: it's to really... them. Nothing really, oh, well stuff happened with them. Nothing really happened specifically to them. Yeah, I think I think that's a good say, way of putting it. Yeah.
1: Um, as far as like the two of them, we we did have, and of course we you can't not mention um, Camp Tarajo.
0: Yeah, uh, Camp yes. T. Yeah, is another great one too. Yeah, and then we get what was it? Vengeance. You get Vengeance. Oh my God, it's like the town just north of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the offshoot of that, and that it never really God like, up I mean, me. you do get the we well, get the conflict in like the Southern Barons, but that becomes more of like a. It becomes an orc thing you know what i mean like it's not i think that's yeah, that like, does because happen a they're lot. Now in, like
2: the horde everything inevitably that is supposed to happen like specifically to the tauren kind of leads back to the orcs because the orcs is like the front you know they're like the face of the horde essentially so blizzard can't help but just push them into like every little nook and cranny well if
1: it's not the orcs it's it's the trolls
2: Oh, yeah, okay, and the trolls, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, but uh, yeah like, I also like, I, before we got the whole um Zandalari trolls and stuff as well, I also felt like the trolls were kind of like underrepresented, to be completely honest. Like, it honestly felt like the Horde was nothing more than just orcs. And at least now, with like, you know, seeing all the other races, like, you saw them sometimes in like Mop and um, the Raid and the Dungeon. And that's fine, but really seeing like the different troll races and like giving you another empire to look at and to see like holy shit okay this is really, you know there's a lot of history here, it kind of made you realize that there's way more to this race than just like being a little option that you have at the character creator, and I feel like the Tauren just hasn't had that yet. It was supposed to um, happen back uh, with their zone, in Legion and. Well, it was really nice. I just still don't feel as connected to them as I do, like the Zandalari trolls now, and I don't know exactly why that is. Um, but I do feel like they need to try harder with them.
1: I think it's because with the Tauren, we have four different just dots along the map. We have Wrath, uh, we have Northrend, Pandaria, uh, Kalimdor, and now the Bro, the Broganaz, uh High mountain. Whereas with like say the trolls. So if you go all the way the back at Wrath, yeah. they were they were dropping hints for Zool and uh Wansomdi. You were dealing with those two guys back at Wrath the Freaking Lich King. And it just now is starting to like Zool just paid off. We're still dealing with Wansomdi. So it, it all feels incredibly connected. Um, There's still, like, and I don't remember if it's, like, confirmed in lore, but, like, trolls evolved into the night elves. Uh, you see their ruins are everywhere, but you can, like, track that. Whereas the Turin are just loosely there. And, I, again, it kind of makes sense for the nomadic oral histories that it's really hard to track. It's kind of like our own Native American uh, populace. I'm not going to get too deep, but, like. It's hard to track a lot of it. We don't know what we don't know because it's just not there.
2: But, like, they could really lean into that whole thing and really, like, use the oral traditions for, like, maybe we have a quest or something with um, a new, like, torn NPC. And we kind of go and try and figure out exactly, like you said, um, essentially having flashbacks the same way we did with the Vrykul to be like, oh, hello. Okay, so you guys are, like, what humans came from. Like, I want that. And I think a good way to do that would be like um, like through a shamanistic way to literally like take us into a window to event to essentially see like what happened and like how it progressed. I just want like a culmination of all the um, like oral stories that they've told throughout because we know they have history. We just don't know any of it, really, (laughs) which is really infuriating.
0: Yeah, and I think I think how they, like, the first time I did the, the, the whole uh, High Mountain, like, mini scenario, uh, when, like, Evan horn kind of tells you how it, how it goes, um, I was really, like, I was really enthralled in that. Like, I was, I, I really enjoyed, like, finding out, like, the, like, you know, this is what the kind of the story was that, you know, this guy just, like, ran down people. Um, yes, it eventually became a daily that just was, like, kind of annoying after a while, but... But the initial one was there. Yeah, like, I mean, I think you could, I think you could really just, like, uh jump on that and I think the heritage armor did a good job of that too you know what I mean like you you can do these guys's history proper you just need to get you need to present it in the right medium and I think they've already found it they just need to kind of accept that that's the medium that you're going to get torn storytelling is through flashbacks through like you know like like vision quests and stuff like that like I mean you like that's that's kind of how they did it and nobody I like in at least in my memory nobody really complained No,
2: like, to me, it, like, fits perfectly aesthetically with the race itself, and, like, it's something completely different than how we learn any other races, um, like, history, so it's, like, it's perfect for them, it's just they don't do enough of it.
1: I I do think that would work really well for their past, um, for their future storytelling, besides, like, obviously we just need some more representation of these characters, Um, because even, like... Even the goblins, you had Gallywix v. Gazlow, so you can kind of see two sides of the same coin. Where Gazlow's yeah, even need. given up gold because he believed in something, which we saw with the siege of Orgamar. But with the Turin, it is. So I I remember, and I, I cannot like find the video for live, but I remember hearing one of the uh, during one of like the Blizzard interviews for I think it was like BlizzCon. For BFA, they're like, yeah, and they they attributed the story writing like Game of Thrones to be really deep, a lot of gray. Great. Then why isn't there a single Tauren standing next to Malfurion going, bruh, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. Yeah, they're, they're, like, 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 where were they? Like, They, they, they kind of wrote it off as like, oh yeah, they were down in Silithus, because Tauren do play, like, they're part of the Cenarian circle. They play a huge role in Silithus. They play a large role in um, even in Zanger Marsh, because they were some of the first people um through the portal were the Druids. There's druids yeah. are so entrenched in everything Azeroth. Like warriors get all the fanfare, but druids are there every step of the way. Um so where is the Turin Druid sitting down with the night elves trying to go, I don't how know? How do we
0: fix this, like, right? How do we
1: Yeah? like are you going to throw us out they
2: would have loved to give us that it's just it would have cost us a
0: raid tier so
2: <laughs> oh wow
0: you're a well, new
1: player and you know that meme
0: oh no <laughs> that's that's bad right that's <laughs> real bad but i think th- that is another great point too is that the to- the things that torn have influence in um and i'm going to kind of transition this into their 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 religious influences within the race shamanism is usually dwarfed by not only dwarves but trolls and orcs, their druidism is, like, as we've seen in the cinematic, is, like, you know, overcome by uh, the night elves. And, I mean, even though it is a new idea, I and I think it's probably one of the better executed ones, I'm, I'm not against it, like, the Sunwalkers are a great addition to the light. I think that is such a cool, well-done thing that I was really, really happy with. And I it was totally believable, right? Um, but again, like, the Torn are always the minor versions of each thing. They're never the major thing, which and I think in Druidism, I think it should be them. Like, I mean, like they should be like, they, it shouldn't be this, them slightly below the night elves. They should be on par with the night elves. No matter what I like fully agree with you. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, like Hamul should be the hordes equivalent of mouth. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he, he should be like, I mean, he's like, and then you can build him up like that very easily. Shamanism. Yes, I get it. Like you have, thrall and thrall is the like the pinnacle of shamanism within the warcraft universe right but i think you there's definitely room to have some really badass torn shamans i know there's some that exist but they're not like i mean the 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 shitty part is is that i can think of like three or four orc shaman and two and two trolls before i think of a noteworthy torn one and that's not good you do need that one figurehead total badass um, for for the race in that role, and then again, the Sunwalkers uh, is is it, it's a new concept, so I'm not going to harp on it too much. But I think what they have done with the Sunwalkers is is great. I'm I'm totally I'm totally for it.
1: Yeah, I agree, especially with the Sunwalker part, because it also opens the door to like night of paladins and how that could work out in the lore. But for me, like it, yeah, I think we're always going to keep circling back around to like we just kind of need to see a bit more of them. It, it's kind of like the Pandaren, like uh, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madeline Rue for throwing. Oh, I suddenly forgot his name. I'm so bad with proper nouns. Uh, G. G Firepaw. Oh, G Firepaw. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah. kind of like. He took. He was able to take charge and defuse a key situation in the book. I don't want to spoil too much of Shadows Rising. Like, it was so. Such a breath of fresh air to see them. It's like, CG, And it's not just Asa and G running away away from a battle because somebody got injured. Like, what happened in uh, Siege of Orgamar 2. Savannah's Boogaloo, like
2: it, it you just... know, like it was super weird. I had no idea what was going on. I was just like, "Oh, they're here! To... Oh, no, they're not! Okay." <laughs> like that. Was yeah, fine. G
1: got like... injured, and it kind of happens more off screen. Got injured and flown to Thunder Bluff, and then you have to fly to Thunder Bluff and come back, and like that. Even in the game, I'm like, "This is a long way to fly in the middle of a battle. How about? Yeah. How about a portal? <laughs> yeah,
2: like Blizzard really <laughs> conveniently mages, forgets like... <laughs> that portals exist." And I oh, think yeah, that is for writing reasons, but come on, man. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. And I think that's it. I think you, you do need those more, you need those Bane moments. You need those Hamill moments. You know what I mean? I
2: really do just want them to work on, like, a good structure. Like, I mean, they have some really cool, notable torrent. They just really need to develop their stories way more. And like I said, like, I mean, I essentially bossed the poor guy around in, like, the mage order hall. Oh, in the um, Druid order hall. and it just, I was going to say, like, is there yeah, no, Torn mages that I'm yeah, not aware they're, of? Yeah, they're mages <laughs> now too. It's another religious influence. It's great. Um, no, but like seriously, and I just, I felt like he should have been, he should have had more presence, you know, he should have been more like, oh, this guy's important because if you don't know who he is, essentially just knowing that you're sending him from like your quest board, it really hurts. Like... I can't not see him as like a small little NPC going to do my bidding now and it's really sad because he should be this really powerful just wise old druid and he doesn't seem like that even though that's technically what he's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, you you do really want them to really like develop him further. I like give this dude his own book. Like just in like and you know what? I think that would make a lot of people happy. Like, you just, you just give him, like, maybe, like, uh maybe not, a, like, a full novel like we got, like, with, like, Illidan and Malfurion and stuff like that. But if you give, you give us some supplementary b- a storytelling to Hamul.
2: Like, I'd love that. Light novels. Just small yeah, little yeah, things oh, to yeah.
0: expand on, like,
2: certain characters. Because, like, I don't know about you guys. Like, we've touched on this briefly, briefly like, back when we discussed about Arthas and stuff like that. The way that they use books as like a supplementary way to talk about the lore for World of Warcraft is very smart. I dislike that sometimes the game is heavily dependent on having to have read the books. I think a good way to counter that would be to have like the books essentially be about stuff like, let's say, Bane. And it just like gives you his perspective of stuff that did happen in-game. So you can just have a better mm. understanding of these characters that you're essentially interacting with like all the time. And I feel like that's such a good way that they can push, um, personal like growth for all of these characters without having to worry too much about, um, like, Oh shit. Uh, you have to have read that book. Otherwise you won't understand what's happening in game this way. It just like expands the way I feel like it should, um, but i don't think that blizzard thinks it would make enough money so i can't see it happening but we can kind of cross our fingers so
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't know how many people buy the books because they want to understand the next expansion versus the people who would have bought the book anyways just cuz it's more
2: i'm actually really curious to know about that as well
1: right cuz like, i remember somebody did cuz she mentioned it in an interview madeline rue that somebody had tweeted her is like oh yeah this is all fluff and she's like yeah because
0: it's a book
1: yeah well she looked and she like looked at all of the complaints people had like tides of war was so egregious about that because i walked in to be a fan i was like what in the world is happening yeah oh i missed a book that's what's happening i missed a book and three short stories that are pdf downloads. like why do i (laughs) put it in the like i just just did uh the wrath starting area or uh the 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 death knight starting area and there are so many in-game books just scattered around acaris Mm -hmm. it's that's that's it just do that just like i will find these things i'll have fun finding them
2: yeah and just give us like an encyclopedia to go over them again like later like that'd be great like an in-game codex that'd be perfect
0: but before we before we move on to i think discussing like the 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 overall aesthetic of the of the torn i do want to double down on warren's idea of like this is how you flesh out these characters by giving a uh, a light novel of their interpretation of events that have already happened you could go, you could like, I mean, I've seen, I, I read a, like a, a decent amount of like Warhammer 40k stuff, and it'll have the same event for multiple characters, but you just get their perspective, right? You get another perspective of what a character is thinking during an event. And that's how you flesh out these characters without doing too much legwork, you know what I mean? You don't need to make entire quest lines for them, but let me know what like Hamul was thinking during this you know, during, uh, the, the burning intelligence, and stuff yeah. like that, like that, <laughs> that, is, that is achievable, right? That is so achievable. Um, but I do want to move on to like the, the last two points, which is our, the, the overall aesthetic of the Torn. We have talked about it, I think as far as their, their, their history at, uh, at length, but I want to talk about like, you know, the, the idea of like carrying around a totem and using that as a weapon. I think that is so damn cool. I, that was some one of the, <laughs> It's it's super badass. Exactly. It made me like the, like the Toren unit in Warcraft three. I was like, this is so cool. This is a giant Minotaur carrying around a totem, and he's beating the shit out of people with it. Like that is so dope. You know what I mean? Like, and then not only that, you get like the the Spirit Walker element. You know, the not all these guys are like like you know like crazy warriors. They're also like you know very very like keen and smart hunters. They're very entrenched in like the the like. Basically, every torn is like some degree a geomancer, you know what I mean? Like it's so it's so interesting that it's so ingrained in the in the race that they've really like just made it so a part of them. You know what I mean? Like it's it I'm I love it. I love that aesthetic.
1: Well, do you remember planes running from the Alpha? Oh,
0: I I do. Yeah. At one point (laughs) they didn't get a mount because they were just like, no, you guys are just going to like you're just going to buckle down and run. You I'm fold like, okay, the earth underneath
1: badass. you with the other thought. There, yeah, it was going to be uh, I in place right of mounts.
0: And
2: I wanted for the wolves, like, please, for the love of God, Blizzard, make them not need mounts. I want the torrent to run on all fours. It would be
0: funny.
1: Well, it wasn't even going to be all fours. You were just going to see him, just like, like Usain Bolt style, just take off. Yeah,
0: totally. yeah, yeah. They, they 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 didn't even go all the way down. But just because, I mean, they're they you know the bottom half is a horse you know or a bull like I mean they have a boogie, right? Like-
1: <laughs> and honestly, I I wouldn't be opposed like we have it with the uh with Worgen, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a horde version with a Turin.
0: Just make it an option, yeah,
1: yeah. Just 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 like a, a small casting of them like stretching out or something. <laughs>
0: Wait, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Does, the the, do the stretch, Worgen right? actually like run that way.
0: Yeah, the the, the Worgen actually like get down on on all fours, but like yeah, the, the it is frustrating.
1: Can- it's a one and a half second cast. So you're like, this is a long time. Oh, to just drop to the freaking ground. Yeah, but, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's. But it looks but, I mean, better than is, most crap yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is a there is a <sighs> set to of torn of torn hunters called the long striders, right? Like, I mean, that's their they're That's the thing. The, these guys are basically like nomadic trackers, right? Like, they don't they don't settle down anywhere. Damn, I kind of want to see
2: torn right? like athletics now, <laughs> like just the Olympics, <laughs> just track and field. I want to see it now.
1: Well, and that's the thing. So a lot of people are like, oh, how could these guys, because they're huge. They're like the largest race. And people, I, know, I remember a lot of people are like, how are they the hunters? That doesn't make any sense. Like, and I would say in very much the same way, like, yeah, humans, we're pretty smart creatures. We can sneak up on just about anything. By far, our scariest thing is that we can just go and we never really have to stop moving. We will outrun a horse. So if you think of that in a turn form, if you kind of put that in the same, same mindset. They're great hunters and trackers. They don't have to be stealthy. You're just going to outrun it. Eventually, that thing will tire itself out, and there's the Turin just jogging up. Hey, friend. Thanks for the meat. And walks away yeah. with it. <laughs> I mean... And,
0: and, well, and the other thing, too, is that the the way... Like, the Torn where they have so many, uh, like, bonds towards, like, everything, like, like, primal when it comes to, like, Azeroth, you know what I mean? As far as, like, animals and stuff like that. Like, I mean... They, the Torn might be some of the most effective hunters in, in the horde, probably next to like the trolls, I'd say, um, because they just understand how these creatures think so much more. And it's not because they do on a, on like a base level. It's not like it's in grade, but they, th- that's how they think. And that's how they track is like, I'm going to figure out exactly how this plane strider thinks. I'm going to figure out exactly how this lion thinks, and I'm going to like track it because I know what its mindset is. You know what I mean? Which is, I think, like again, it's just so it's so cool, and it just plays into their entire race so well. Yeah, if
1: anybody really, if anybody listening really wants to just feel Torin in a way that I don't think has been replicated well ever since, play classic, roll a, a shaman, and then roll a hunter, and do their level ten the class quest. Do the quest for the, uh, the ghost wolf form. It's mm-hmm. so good. As you as you kind of like become a ghost wolf, you have to track it out. If I'm remembering correctly, in Molgor and even in Classic, Mulgore was so so beautiful. And then uh, do the hunter quest and read the quest text. It's you don't get more tarn than those two quests, I believe.
0: Yeah. So finally, I do want to kind of like uh, close it out on their their social structure and how they do things. It's very um it, it, like it, it's very much like. If you're young, you're, you know, you're unexperienced, you respect your elders, and then, you know, your elders are, like, they're not only people who have created, like, and done feats of, like, strength and stuff like that, but they're just, like, they've just been around, because, again, this goes back into the oral history. Elders of each sex, so, like, I mean, you know, we, of course, have Hunter, uh, Elder, and what's the other rise? Oh, boy, I am, God, I haven't, I haven't been in, I haven't been in the Thunder Bluff in a minute. I think it right. is like Elder
1: and Spirit Rise and
0: then... Uh... Spirit Rise. Spirit Rise okay. is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, you get like, you get all these trainers who like, I mean, I'm, of course, they're just kind of there now. But like the way they were kind of used was like, these are like the oldest people in each of your, um, in each one of your, your classes. So like these, of course, were the people that were teaching you. They just, you know, and they're teaching you, again, orally, right? Like that was their, their, their big thing. And I think... For them to, like, represent it... I think they do represent it as far as that goes. And as far as uh, how they lay out the capital really well. I think that's... They do that pretty decently.
1: Yeah, I think for... uh, When it comes to, like, why they worship the elders so much, though. I think it's important to remember. And I I know it was an RPG class, so it's not technically canon. But uh, the RPG class had spirit walkers. And it's Mm -hmm. essentially you took in the aspect of different souls, spirits of uh your ancestors and use them to help bolster your own fighting ability so think kind of like a a blend of monk and shaman before monk was like was like a class in the game because that's something that one just is not done well is shamans and actually interacting with spirits not just the elements but also with like turin it's it's very it's much easier to revere your elders and your spirits when they're a very physical part of your world like they're not just being ferried across by buon or a similar wild God like for the trolls and the orcs are still kind of just like now of course they know about it but like back in the day they were just relearning shamanism like this it had been gone for quite a few years before that on an entire generation even but for Turin like it's it's pretty easy to revere your elders when you know like three years after he's dead you're like ah grandpa why yeah.
0: <laughs> like okay well yeah the the torn ancestors are just such a, a crucial part of their of their society, you know what I mean, because like, you, I think on, on like on multiple quest fronts, you either go confront a ghost of like you know a torn that's past a lot, like a lot of their questing is like dealing with whatever that quest giver's immediate past family member or like a grandfather or something, you know, something like that. That is, you get to visit that aspect of their culture quite often,
1: Well, most notably, Bane wouldn't have gone probably wouldn't have gone through with defending Garrosh which again is a huge part of his character if not going uh back to Mulgore going to that spiritual place and calling upon uh the spirit of his father Cairn who came in Mm -hmm. and talked to me was like you know what the right thing is to do do the best you can with what you have with you and then if you messed up do better next time it's pretty much summarized it. It, it it's a it is a way more beautiful like in-game i definitely suggest anyone checking that out um although i don't know if the quest is available anymore it might need to be a cut scene that you youtube
0: frustrating yeah it might, it might be it might, it might have been since taken out yeah but yeah i think that like I, like I mean for a race that we don't have a ton of information on and that we did like you know had to s- supplement something i think you know i think we we were able to T- talk about a fair Surprisingly, bit. Surprisingly, maybe Blizzard's writing is a bit better than we thought it was. To be
2: honest,
0: <laughs> we 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 do admittedly harp on it a fair bit, but I think there is like, I think we all are happy with what the Torn have. We just want to see more, more of, of it. it. I think yeah. that seems to be the group's greedy. Yeah.
2: We just we can't get enough. <laughs> but they just they need to uh, pump it up so a bit. True. more.
1: If we thought this was hard, wait until we do Volpera and all the lore surrounding oh, baby.
2: Volpera. <laughs> we get excited we could just read people's comments because I can guarantee just you mentioning now people are already typing like furiously
0: something <laughs> poor guys uh, yeah but uh, with that guys that wraps up this episode of Norganon for this week next week of course or not next week but the week after we're of course going to be having a Legends episode um, I'm not going to reveal what we're doing yet we'll get into that later you'll see it on our Twitter where you can find all of our news where else can they find us warren
2: uh yeah they can uh get us at our website at poppedoff.com and then obviously like you said our twitter at popped popped underscore off and then uh just anywhere else you guys want to listen to us we're on like uh spotify obviously our own website please click and, and uh, yeah just be sure to uh tell all your friends about us please
0: perfect but yeah for that that will be all for this week we hope to see you all next time